0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Shy Bears Blitz podcast. My name is Omar. I'm joined by my co-host, Abdul, and we got a great episode for you guys today. So today, we're basically
1: going to be running through the 2021 NFL schedule for the Chicago Bears. We're also going to be talking about weekly news that came up within the past week, such as players being released, the rookie minicam, and much more. We've got a great episode for you guys today. Let's get right into it. So to start off our weekly news, we... Uh, uh, we had two offensive tackles go to different teams, and we recently found out that uh, Charles Lunnel. We released Charles Lunnell, uh Or uh, he was uh, he was on our O line last year, and Bobby Massey. We released Bobby Massey as well. Charles Lunnel went to the Washington Football Team for one year, five million, and then Bobby Massey went to the Denver Broncos for one year, three million. Uh, what do you think about this?
0: So. First thing I want to say is that by cutting both Massey and Leno, we actually save a ton of cap. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we cut Leno is so we could assign all our rookies and undrafted free agents that we got. I honestly think that it was the right uh, decision to, to cut both of them because Leno was one, was just leading our team in offensive line and penalties, um, in offensive penalties. And another thing was that uh, Ifedi, same amount of – no. He had, I think, less um sacks – uh, from his side, than Leno did on his on his side, and mm-hmm. I think they played the same amount of snaps, uh, counting the same amount of snaps. But Leno was also just a problem for us on that offensive line because he was he he was just average. He was always he was getting beat uh, half the time. He was always getting penalties. So I really don't mind this us cutting Leno. He was just average for us, and if we want to improve our line, we're gonna need something a little bit more above average. And that's where I hope Tevin Jenkins will step into that, that left tackle position, uh, which is why we drafted him. And he can go in and he can just ball out for us on that side. Now, am I saying that Leno is better than Efedi? No, I'm not. I really am not. Because, mm. I mean, Efedi was with the Seahawks and he didn't do that well. He came in, he didn't seem like he was. He struggled at first. I mean, he's also at a uh, easier position in right tackle. Yeah. True. Right tackle is much easier than left tackle is. Um, but Efedi did do well. And if Eddie would be solid depth for us, if anything, but if he can, because he was a first round talent, he was picked in the first round, if he can step up, I think that would only be because of the level of competition increase with Larry Boram coming in as the other draft pick, and they would have to compete for that right tackle position. So I'm, I'm happy for that. For the Bobby Massey cut, Bobby Massey really wasn't good for us. Um, he didn't really do that much for us. He didn't block that well. He was good for us in twenty eighteen, and he had that that catch in, against the Giants. Um, but that was that was lucky. Yeah, that's the only thing the that I can out. remember
1: remember from him this year.
0: So this year. I I do wish them the best because Charles Leno is still an average left tackle, and an average left tackle is very good. That's true. Um, it's 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 hard to find somebody who could be average at left tackle. Since left tackle is the hardest position on the offensive line, mm-hmm. Bobby Massey. Um, I think Bobby Massey is aging. He's he lost his touch. He doesn't have the yeah. offensive capabilities that he did before. So, hopefully he does good with the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos, I guess, we're, there, we're each other's pipeline. Mm-hmm. We take their offensive line when they take ours. Um, yeah. And I'm didn't, not didn't sure why we do that a since they're all trade bad.
1: Because of Elijah Wilkinson. But I think, I think this is better for the O-line in, in both aspects. Releasing Leno and Massey. Leno and Massey didn't have great years. You saw that Leno was committing some of the most penalties in the league. I mean, in 2019, he had one of the league's highest. He had, I think it was 19 or 20 penalties on him in just that one season, which is absurd. And that was such a step down from his former self in 2018 when he didn't commit a penalty. And so this year, there he wasn't stellar at all. He allowed a decent amount of pressure. And the, the uh, subpar quarterback play didn't help that at all either. But they both cashed out, not crazy contracts. I mean, five mil for a Leno and then 3-0 for Massey. Uh, the Broncos, they need a left tackle, as Jawan James, he he uh, he suffered a bad injury, so they they need tackles, and then the Washington football team is in need of tackles as well. So I think they went to solid situations, but I think that as a team, our O line, having Tevin Jenkins step into that role, and then possibly having a Fetty and Larry Borum fighting for that right tackle, it's going to be amazing. That's you you love to see your uh, your team develop players, and that's when I think mm-hmm. I, I've been watching I've been watching some of Larry Borum's tape, and his footwork is insane. And mm-hmm. people may pass on him just because he's a fifth round rookie, but I think that he if he can fight with a Fetty for that right tackle spot, then he deserves it.
0: Listen, I agree too. But listen, the only reason why people think Borm might not be as good on the t- uh, tackle positions because how long his arms are, because people value arm length at the tackle position so they can push people back. Um, but and they say he could probably be a guard. But I honestly believe that Larry Borum he has very good footwork that he can get inside um, edge rushers and then they can push him back and he can beat them out through footwork and through speed. So he has a nice burst to him as well. I, I am rooting for him. I do like Larry Borum. Hopefully he beats out if Eddie was good for us. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. If, if Eddie comes out on top, I'll be happy with that as long as he improves and becomes yeah. better. Um, but I do like the Charles Lana situation with the football team. Since I did say he was an average tackle and five million, uh, for one year is very yeah, solid. Yeah, for, for him. a left tackle, definitely. And Bobby Massey just depth. Mm-hmm. So, going on from that, uh, Charek McManus, who was our longest tenured bear, mm-hmm. for since twenty twelve, he was the only bear that we had left since the pre pre Ryan Pace era. Yeah, he has uh said he was not gonna be back with the Bears and I think he said he's gonna retire so he won't be back in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So it, it is sad to see him go. I really like Cherick McManus. It was extremely solid depth for us. A very good mentor for us. He I had that really nice fumble in 2019 um to save us during the end zone. I I forgot who we versed in the, oh no we well we lost the game. Mm-hmm. It was against the Packers. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure it was towards the end zone they were about to rush it in and then he punched he did a peanut punch knocked that ball out so he, he he was solid but he is aging he's old he's been with us for a while he was yeah, crazy a to, solid it's crazy to think he's coach. one of the last players
1: from the lovey smith era mm-hmm.
0: like time flies
1: but yeah oh yeah the lovey smith era yeah, yeah so it,
0: it's it it is sad to see him go mm-hmm. so, but, we'll, but we'll, it definitely we'll it's him.
1: time it's time he's aging uh for yeah. our the next weekly topic uh, the jersey switch numbers. We've seen a couple of the players switching their jerseys. We saw that Javon Wims is went from eighty three to fifteen. Uh, we saw that uh, Eddie Jackson went. He's going from thirty nine to four, and
0: uh yeah, it's, it's, it's kind like of it's kind one. of
1: interesting. I, I do like yeah, that I, one
0: too. With the whole single digits in the corners and receivers, I I honestly like it a lot. And with safeties because Eddie Jackson thirty nine to four because four was his col his uh, college number when he was with Alabama. Mm-hmm. Four is a very nice number on, on yeah. Eddie Jackson, to be honest. I think four is a very nice number. Damien Williams at number eight is kind of solid, too. I, I think it's kind of rough. Demir Bird, he's coming with the same number he did with uh, when he was with the Patriots at number 10. So he's going to be taking over Mitchell Trubisky's uh, number, So as we know. And it's hopefully he could be the best number 10 we've had. In the I, I saw
1: I saw that tweet, Jacob Infon. He yeah. said, oh, I'm, I can't wait for Dem- Demir Bird to be the best number 10
0: best the number in 10. the past
1: five years. And all the truthers came out.
0: That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, that honestly might be a thing where Timmy Beard does... He, he the could be. Upper. I yeah, mean, it's not be. a high bar to be. For real. And then for Javon Williams, he switched to number 15, which is a nice yeah. number. I don't, honestly don't know why he switched, because I honestly believe that he won't be on this roster in the next couple of months. Honestly, I think we'll if, he's, if he
1: switched his number because he had the same number as MVS, and both of them were, th- were dropping balls. <laughs> so, like, so now that he has a different number... Hopefully he has. It's some... a cursed number. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, a cursed it number. It is a
0: very cursed number. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, he went from 11 to 84. I honestly like. I, I like 11, that. I like but, that. But Mooney, the but 84 is nice. But Mooney is number 11. So so. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, Mooney's number 11. Mooney, Mooney's 11, yeah. Yeah, so so that's uh, that's that's fine because mm-hmm. I mean. I I I don't know. Anything in the '80s for receivers? I think is too much. Besides like uh, Antonio Brown. I love so yeah Brown yeah because
1: like... Antonio Brown had 84 and then Randy Moss had 84, so that's why I yeah. like I like the number
0: 84 for that. Oh, I mean maybe he steps into those shoes, you know? Bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the new duo, <laughs> the new duo. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Oh, well, but I I like the Eddie Jackson one a lot in my opinion. The 394. Yeah, that that looks clean. The four on him does yeah. look very clean. And for our next news, uh, the Rookie Minicamp just ended just today. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're doing this on Friday. Um, and so far, we've only heard good news. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm really happy about. Uh, something that came out was that Nagy was in close contact with somebody that had COVID. So he couldn't come to the Rookie Minicamp. So he probably won't be going to any of the Rookie Minicamps. Yeah, mini he's, all, he's
1: online. Uh, he, he's um, spearheading all of it through Zoom.
0: Yeah, this and Chris Tabor is taking over, uh, the special teams coordinator. He's taking over for uh, leading the rookie minicamp. So hopefully he does well uh, and just leads it in a good way. Through reports, from what I saw through reports, uh, because obviously they don't, there's no one filming the rookie minicamp for reasons because they don't want people scouting our rookies to for game plans and whatever, whatever. So people said that Justin Fields, he looked just as good as he did in his pro day. He had one incompletion, and they say that was because another rookie receiver messed up on a route and uh, it was an incompletion. And so uh, Justin fields actually approached him and corrected him on the route. So that's nice to see. It's sort of like a leadership thing. So I want to see what you think about that too.
1: Oh, no, I love that. When I saw that, 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 that news came out, it's, it's showing that he's already stepping into the role of being the leader, yep. being the quarterback of an offense. When he's stepping into that role, the quarterback has such a great influence on the team and he's, he this it's it's his first day with the team, really, and he's already showing signs of that. So that just that just gives me some sort of uh, I already have hope, but I mean, it gives me more hope. It gives
0: you it gives you hope because listen, when we had Mitchell Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky would, th- wouldn't do this. Yeah, I mean, I Mitchell Trubisky would be that dude who would like if somebody were made to make a mistake, he would he just he just stay back, be like us, oh, whatever. You know, maybe <laughs> the coaches will correct him. If not, whatever, I'll just do it. Maybe mm-hmm. if he didn't know, he didn't know it was a mistake because he probably didn't memorize the the play correctly, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to trust Trissie too much. I really like him. He's a nice mm-hmm. guy. Um, but it's just that Justin Fields has that mentality of being a leader, and he wants to take control of the offense already. And He hasn't even been to a single practice session with the full team. So I thought that was a very good very good sign by Justin Fields showing that, oh, I'm going to take up and take that leadership. Coach Nagy isn't here, so I'm going to sort of take into that coach coaching position, the offense, and if anyone's messing up, I can take in and I can show that I know the playbook. I can help them out. I can help myself out, and we can get this thing going. So yeah. another thing that I saw uh, through reports is that Daz Newsome, the receiver that we got in the sixth round, he looks pretty good. He looked quick and he had good hands. So this is really good in my opinion because they were saying that he's a yards after the catch type player. Oh, okay. And we need we, we, we need, need that dude. We we do we need somebody that. like that. Uh, we were hoping Javon Wims is because Javon Wims is fast and he's big. Mm-hmm. He's he's a, he's a big receiver, but obviously he can't catch and it doesn't look like any time he gets the ball he just goes out of bounds. So it looks like he's scared. No, of I, I
1: definitely like that that Daz Newsom is. Where uh, reports mm-hmm. are coming out that he looks good because we definitely need competition with you, with uh, between the, res, the the receiving core. Like uh, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, Anthony Miller tweeted out a picture of him looking jacked,
0: and, yeah, he, I mean, and he always he was, looks jacked. He's always Yeah,
1: good. and he, and he said. He said, "Don't I didn't forget like he's like I I didn't forget all y'all like like everyone's comments and he's like, what's uh what's it better than competition like so he's he's showing that he's competing he wants that number three spot and I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for that it's number gonna be three tough, spot
0: but also this isn't the first time he's tweeted this out he's tweeted this out the past two years because he's done oh, he has bad the past years. yeah he's I see I liked Anthony Miller in his rookie year mm-hmm. but then he comes out and he shows his immaturity." And then he, they, they'd move him to wide receiver 3 because Darnell Mooney, a rookie, outperformed him. Mm-hmm. A rookie in the fifth round outperformed him. But, I mean, that's not, like, saying, like, anything bad about Darnell Mooney. But Darnell Mooney went out and did amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his he already
1: started out-snapping him in, like, week three. So, like, that, that's week all you got. Week three. Yeah,
0: he was snapping week three. He has potential. Um, but the problem is with Miller, he... He's just not. He doesn't have the work ethic. He Mm -hmm. looks big. He likes. He pretends to be like the the Antonio Brown type, but he only has his cockiness and that's it. Mm -hmm. He 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 has his cockiness and his attitude outside the field because this isn't the first time I've seen him talk about. Yeah, his attitude
1: is not great. I mean, with the with the Saints game, like even like him punching. Who I don't even know. Was it C J G J that he punched? Yeah. Yeah, he punched C J G J and then he. I don't don't think he punched him. I think he was just yelling, right? He pushed him or something. Ah, uh, he pushed me. Yeah, he pushed him. Uh there was, was some. Was... There was some sort of contact. Like, I, I I it was definitely not them. Just
0: like, just. Them, and then he uh... pushed Nagy too. Yeah, and then yeah,
1: he, he just shoved Nagy. Like he just yeah. pushed into him. So, that's like you can't do that to your coach. Like especially on TV, that like, that's terrible.
0: There's a certain amount of respect, and you're coming into what like his third, fourth year. I think yeah, it's his fourth his, year. That was his third year. Yeah. So you're coming into your fourth year, and in the past two two years, you haven't shown that type of leadership. They want wanted you to have in that wide receiver two position mm-hmm. because they hoped you would take over that wide receiver one position in case Rob didn't work. And honestly, they hoped you would have taken over that wide receiver one position if you did well uh, for them and Arab wanted to leave. But you didn't show it and Miller just didn't perform. He got outstepped by Darnell Mooney. So this is really good that we have competition and I really like that Daz Newsome comes in because he can take over Miller's position because Miller came in through college and he did part returns also in college. Des Newsome also did part returns in college. So the only thing that Miller has that, that Des Newsome doesn't is uh, speed. Des is not as fast as Anthony Miller. But the thing that, that Des Newsome has is size and, honestly, work ethic. Work ethic is, is a huge thing. Mm. It's huge. People people doubt it. People say, oh, I just have natural talent. I can – I can." and sometimes it's true. You Some people are naturally gifted. Yeah, so NFL I mean, is different. NFL is. The, I mean, you're versing everyone who has natural talent. Everyone who mm-hmm. who's in the NFL has natural talent. You have to. You have to put that work in. You have to work with work with your quarterbacks. Go message Justin Fields. Be like, Yo, look how how come Marquise Goodwin was the first person to catch passes by Justin Fields and Anthony Miller wasn't. Yeah. Marquise Goodwin one. just. Anthony I think they
1: definitely they're like. They're definitely been in contact, but yeah, because I've I've seen even a Rob liking tweets saying that guys, relax. He's definitely contacted Justin Fields, so I think it's it's just a matter of when, not if, uh, that they'll link. But yeah, that's kind of weird uh, that Marquise Goodwin, who hasn't even played a snap for the Bears, yeah, first wasn't one played link a snap. up with with uh, Justin Fields.
0: So you you have to show that you want to be part of the. He doesn't want to be part. Like when I look at Anthony Miller and how he's acting on and off the field. It doesn't look to me oh he wants to be with the Bears mm-hmm. or he wants to play in the NFL. He's just here for the money. He he's just here for to show himself out. Show himself like, "Hey, look, I'm in the NFL. I'm athletic. Look at my body." Like he always take putting pictures on his Twitter of just him like shirtless. Or, I don't know, man. His, that like, that, low
1: key, that low key, that low convinced me he might go for like, "Dude, look, Jack, bro. He could go for like 400 you know? yards."
0: No. Dude, he's always he's always yeah, he's big for his size. He's yeah. always been big for his size. And I I've seen it cuz I've been mm-hmm. I was I followed him for like the past three years, oh, four, three four yeah. years on Twitter. Yeah, so I've I've seen it through mm-hmm. the past years. Um, so I'm really happy about this this uh, competition that's gonna happen. I really like that Des Newsom is getting attention. Uh, if he comes in and he balls out, I wouldn't mind him taking over that wide receiver three four or five position. No matter mm-hmm. how, however he does and how he does in the competition between him, Miller, Bird, Marquise Goodwin, and Riley Ridley and whoever else we have um so uh, I just wanted if you want to talk about oh more, no no that that's pretty saw. much
1: it but like so far so far so good the rookie minicamp has been looking decent I've been watching some of the interviews and the guys seem lighthearted they seem fun uh, yeah people can just shut down the narrative that Justin Fields does not want to be a bear because he's he's running around <sighs> saying bears that bear down um, but he was smiling the, entire the time. smiling giving practice, love to the people of Chicago the,
0: yeah so I people mean,
1: can it, shut that narrative all narrative off.
0: I mean, he also got like what he was the second most Jersey sales in the, in the NFL behind Trevor yeah. Lawrence right yeah, after the draft. I, I mean, that's love between Chicago and Justin Fields. Yeah. And he, he hasn't played a snap for us yet. So he definitely feels that love between us. And he, mm-hmm. I, he wasn't mad because we drafted him. He was mad because he dropped. Mm-hmm. And I think even he somehow, uh, mm-hmm. not, not like straightforwardly acknowledged it, but it, mm-hmm. it just, you could tell by how he's acting with Bears players and with, um, just the Bears media and how mm-hmm. he's acting with the public is that he's happy to be a bear. He's happy. He got drafted with us. He's just mad that teams passed up on yeah. him when he was supposed to go second overall, mm-hmm. not even like two months ago. I think so,
1: that I saw this, I saw this graphic of when they lost, uh, when Ohio state lost to Clemson in 2019, they held, they, they display the graphic of them losing. So it was 23 to 29, uh, Ohio state versus Clemson in, uh, in a bowl game in 2019 and so they lost, and they left that in their gym room, in their weight room, as motivation. So I feel like I feel like somehow, some way, the draft board is going to be that motivation for him, just showing a picture mm-hmm. of him being taken at 11, because it's absurd that he even fell that far.
0: You want to know which quarterback has that type of mentality where, where things anger him if it doesn't go his way? Who? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, when people belittle him, mm-hmm. he always posts it up like he's always like, a hey, even with the Jordan Love thing when they belittled him He's with the Jordan talented, Love thing. Man. He, put, he put up that Jordan Love thing. Hey, they drafted me over him. I'm going to outperform everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
0: goes out he outperforms everyone. That's a mentality Justin Fields has. That's an elite type of mentality. Mm-hmm. And that's what people have been talking about in media. That's what people have been talking about on social media um, and everywhere in general. Mm-hmm. So that's something we really like. Some quotes uh, Justin Fields said during the press conference that stood out to me is he said, if you aren't striving for the starting job, you shouldn't be here which I thought is really was, good. That, he was, also that said, was hard. Yeah, that it was. And something, another thing he said is, that, I'm going to do everything that I can to get that starting job. It's not up to me. Coach Nagy has set the plan on my development. What does that say to me? He's here to put in the work. He's not here to mm-hmm. screw around. He's here to start. He's here to compete with Andy Dalton mm-hmm. and whatever quarterbacks we get um, during the undrafted free agency or whatever, or free agency. And he's here to outperform all of them from mm-hmm. the very beginning. And it also I mean, shows
1: the level of respect he has for Nagy. He's saying that. Oh yeah. He's saying that that, that Nagy has a plan in place. I'm not going to. Uh, people people have this misconception about Justin Fields because when he committed to Georgia and he didn't get any playing time, he left and he went to Ohio State. He went to a better football program. And people uh, keep asking him the question, Oh, is he is he gonna feel the same way when he's not starting over any in Week One possibly yeah. if that if that happens? And he just comes. Come straight out and say that it says that if Nagy has a plan for me i'm trusting him i'm trusting my head coach and having that trust and having that uh uh that mentality is just great for the team
0: it is and he respects the coaches he respects the team he's a very humble person he doesn't want. He's not cocky. All, all he wants is to work, and he wants to put in that put in that work. And he wants to succeed. You see, you
1: see his Madden rating. Him being humble, he was the only one he is being humble. humble. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like he's
0: like Madden. Uh, Madden probably make rookies like seventy eight to eighty one. Yeah. Seventy. That's everyone, accurate. Everyone's like 85, yeah. 90. Zach that Wilson
1: is, saying ninety.
0: <laughs> listen, listen. Justin Fields is not. That man isn't like somebody who's just like, um, just telling lies to himself. Be like, oh, I'm going to be the, the very best. Ever. I mean, it's good to have that type of confidence and and to believe that sometimes you have that type of confidence. But also Justin Fields knows, he's like, I know I'm in a situation where Andy Dalton is the starting quarterback and I'm going to have to outperform him. I'm going to have to learn to play better than him. I'm going to have to do everything better than him and take a step forward above every other quarterback that came before him with the Chicago Bears and in the NFL that's playing currently. Mm-hmm. And I have to take that role and succeed in it. And that's what he's doing. And that's what I really like. And that's a mentality that everyone really likes that I was talking about. So Adam uh, – I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Adam Hogue? I think it's Hogue. Adam Hodge. I think, I think Hogue. it's
1: Hogue. Uh, I think it's Hogue. Uh,
0: right. He tweeted yeah, out – Yeah, I know. <laughs> he <laughs> tweeted out that Justin Fields spends 30 to 45 minutes after meetings going through his notes uh, and he made flash, flash cards to drop the formations. Uh, that's something he mentioned during the – Yeah, and uh, he, he elaborated the,
1: on it uh, with the press. Yeah. He said that he – they they asked him with the specific no cards he has and he said that he draws a play and then puts uh the name and then describes the, it formations on the other, yeah on the other side and this this is great to hear from your rookie quarterback because I don't know I I never saw whenever I was watching like post game Mitch or or pre game blah, blah blah all the all the interviews with Mitch he never showed this type of like enthusiasm and like this is like this sounds like a beat down on Mitch party but he just shows so many signs of being a leader already like it's so early listen
0: Mitch Trubisky had one press conference I really liked that I, I saw him, that he had confidence in, and that was the one in 2018. We had a really good win. Um, I think it was, it was the, the Rams Bucks game. Games. Oh, the... no! I think it was the Rams game in 2018. Mm-hmm. It was uh, during uh, Christmas time. Yeah, it, it, uh, was, it was towards it the was end was, of the yeah, season, was... and he, had, he was wearing like Christmas light shirts, and he had like a beard. Uh, but when he was answering questions and he was talking, he and you could tell by his eyes. He had a confidence that that he was great. Mm-hmm. But then when you see him in the press conferences after, and he starts to decline, you see him after, he just looks scared. He doesn't have that confidence anymore. He mm-hmm. lost that swagger. So that was the best press conference I saw by Mitchell Trubisky. And that's honestly horrible. And mm-hmm. when you look at Justin Fields, his man's coming out with that winning, the winning mindset. A different mentality. completely Different, different, different mentality. mentality. So, I mean, he, he's already trying to learn the playbook and the formations every day. entire day because he knows this is his life this is his occupation Mm -hmm. he wants to be the best at it that's something what i mentioned mooney um mooney was a fifth round pick he got the opportunity to be in the nfl and the first thing he bought was a jugs machine Mm -hmm. so he wants to be he knows that his life is in football and he wants to be the best at the position so he'll keep practicing that's something justin fields doing he knows that he has an opportunity with the bears Um, He wants to show that he can be the best at it, so he's practicing. He's learning the playbook. He's learning formations. He's quizzing himself, and we, like you said, uh, like you said when we talked about Justin Fields in the previous podcast, he scored the highest on the mental aptitude test. Yeah, first out of
1: sixty five hundred.
0: So this this man will memorize the playbook Mm -hmm. very quickly. Um, So I think he'll do. I think he'll do solid for us in in learning the playbook. I think he'll play well. I think it'll be just great overall for us. And and what i saw from him during the press conference i really liked agreed
1: so now we're going to be talking about the
0: schedule for next actually season. actually yeah, before before we go into uh i just want to talk about real quick about tevin jenkins too oh we forgot uh, about yeah we, we yeah. got we got
1: to show love to the line yeah, yeah we got, got to show, him show him
0: love to the line because i really like tevin jenkins i, I think tevin jenkins is one of the funniest people that we drafted oh, dude, probably a on our on, his Twitter is so bro. funny I think I think it'll be on par with Tariq Cohen on Twitter mm-hmm. um, and which that goofiness and, and the interaction with uh with Bears fans and whatever and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. so just th- he had a couple of quotes that and statements that he said that stood out to me one of them was that he said I feel comfortable playing all five spots on defensive line mm-hmm. which is really good which is something we've never had if this man is confident on playing left tackle right tackle guard center that's very good because that's like, who, who's that one Packers player that, that played everywhere Elden, when Eldon got
1: Elden, Yeah, Silent Elden Jean, Jenkins. Elden Jenkins. Eldon Jenkins.
0: Yeah, that man did really good. He's and a if we monster, get a dude. player like that, a player he like him everything. on us, and so just in case, like, Musford goes down mm-hmm. and Whitehead goes down, and we need somebody to play that guard so we do inside runs, he can go in for there. Or we're going to have a, a, a run towards the outside, he can go play left tackle, and we can get that run to the outside, and you can block all there. So that's that, that's the type of type of thing that we have that we've never had before with a with a um, with alignment, which I really liked. Another thing he said is that he said that Cody White has been helping him; he was sort of like a helping hand, and they talk back and forth. And he they uh, he's been asking him a lot of stuff about the NFL uh, since he got drafted. And I thought that was really good that he's already reaching out to the vets, to, to people that are already on the offensive line, to leaders on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. He's getting advice so he can transition towards that group and build that chemistry from the very beginning and already have a high-level chemistry at a high-level bond. So I'm really happy that that happened. Um, I really like Tevin Jenkins. I'm really happy. I, what I say I said, like, I really happy that that happened. Uh-huh. I'm really happy that that happened. Um, but... Uh, I really think Tevin Jenkins will do good, really good for us.
1: Yeah, Tevin Jenkins is already showing that... Uh, I wa- I watched the press conference, and he he seems very relatable. He was talking about... They were asking him his methods of studying, and he says, Oh, so uh, I, I learned to play on the playbook. I go play Call of Duty for 30 minutes and then see if I remembered <laughs> it. So he's he has a very likable personality. Uh, the way that he talks about his love for football and the way that he... His confidence in himself that he instills that he's talking, he says... Uh, they there were so many questions asking if he's comfortable playing with uh, the left tackle position because he didn't play that uh, he didn't play that in college he he played it a little bit but he played limited snaps he played right tackle for most of his career and so they ask him all the time are you comfortable playing with left tackle and he says I'm comfortable with playing any position uh, the only one that I'm not too not a hundred percent sure on is center and he says that he's been training as as center for the past three months taking snaps so he's showing his confidence within the team he's showing that. Uh, I'm here. If someone goes down, I can play any position. So I'm just hoping that it shows out on the field when he, when his time comes to shine.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that type of flexibility is very good for us. So I, that, that, that's just something I wanted to touch up on because that, that's just great for any fan to hear, especially with that troubling old line. Mm-hmm. So now we're, we'll move on yeah. to the schedule. Now,
1: again. now we're going to talk about the schedule, but before we're going to talk about the schedule, we got to react, dude, why do we have the toughest schedule in the league?
0: I the, honestly don't the know toughest. I it's, maybe it's because um, we made playoffs the past two years or yeah. the past three years two, it's just uh, it's just also
1: like the luck of the draw is that our division has to play the two strongest divisions in the league at the time it's it's undiscreted the strongest divisions right now are the AFC uh, the AFC North and the NFC West in in both uh, 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 both conferences so you have the Seahawks oh okay so look we're talking about the AFC North. Ravens playoff team. Steelers playoff team. Browns playoff team. You talk about the NFC West. Rams playoff team. Seahawks playoff team. Niners. Uh, almost they Play- were at the Super Bowl literally two years ago. Yeah. And they, they just, had an to, just had an injured year. Injuries. They're they're a playoff team. And then the Cardinals could have been a playoff team, but we took their spot. So that's they, uh, they that's like that's like if, if we're like counting like hypotheticals, that's like seven seven out of eight. Playoff team.
0: That is, yeah, that's seven out of eight playoff teams, including the Vikings, who seem like they're going to be a playoff team with how good they drafted, yeah, and, well, how true. they did in the off season. and in our own division. And, so, and the Packers, uh, and if if, 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 and, if Aaron Rodgers, Pack- that, that's Aaron
1: another Rogers. that's another playoff team. So
0: so so that's two more games of mm-hmm. Packers, two more games of Vikings. That's already eight games of just playoff caliber just teams pain. that we have to yeah. raise Of so that... pain. So um. Yeah, it's a tough schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I not i don't have really too high hopes in the schedule that will be like the Steelers last year or how we did last year to go five and oh i think we're gonna hit bumps and and have losses in the very beginning no oh, definitely um, dude
1: they gave us they gave us sunday night football versus the rams on in our, in our first week the so first like, night. I
0: mean... and and honestly i think the rams are could be a possibly a top five team or even mm-hmm. one of the best teams now that yeah, they got girl. matthew stafford on that team yeah so because listen they had a em- crazy defense with aaron donald mm-hmm. and, and jalen ramsey but now you have uh sean McVay instead of coaching jared goff mm-hmm. he's coaching matthew stafford which is yeah. like 50 steps higher than, yeah. than what, J- what jared goff is so, so that's gonna be tough
1: yeah it's definitely gonna be tough but if we're gonna dive in so week one we play the rams on sunday night football uh, the last year they had the number 1 ranked defense and then they had the 14 14th ranked offense and so with our series overall Bears versus Rams we lead the series 54 to 38 all time and my prediction is is an L sadly.
0: Yeah, I I've an L also be I don't honestly don't think we will even come close to winning this. Yeah, these, the these defense guys. will destroy us. The defense yeah,
1: the, their defense is really good but I don't think, I don't think their defense is going to be number 1 next year. Like they're they're they still have If their you pieces. if you okay okay who else is on the team other than obviously Bears legend Leonard Floyd, uh, Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey? Can you name another they, person on that on that defense?
0: They have uh, I think his name is like Fuller, Jordan Fuller or something. He used their safety that they got. He was rookie last year. He did really well for them. Uh, uh he was he was doing really good. See what their what their they secondary
1: their their, their 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 secondary was solid, but then two of them are gone. Troy Hill's gone, and then John Johnson is gone. Both of them are gone. So so they're lacking in the secondary other than Jalen Ramsey. And I don't know if you're gonna have Jalen Ramsey cover two people at once while aaron donald gets quadruple team but i mean, I, I think their, their, quadruple... defense, their defense is still going to be really good yeah. but it's I, I, I don't think it's going to be number one and then with that offense i think that offense is going to be insane it's the only reason scary. why i
0: think i could be number one is because now that with that offense coming in the defense now has more rest. yeah that's true that the, because it uplifts the defense Goff, yeah that makes it uplifts the defense so that's something because with the Bears, as everyone knows, because everyone's here. Yeah, it's a complete it's, opposite. It's probably a Our our offense ruins our defense because our offense goes in for two 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah, and, and then out. and then our defense back on the field, and then mm-hmm. they're they're already gassed out by by halftime. Facts. So that offense for the Rams will definitely help out the defense. So they're going to perform better. And Aaron Donald's still the defensive player of the year. He, he yeah. was when he won it. So um, he's
1: cra- both of a us think crazy, crazy this- athletic freak. So both of yeah. us. We consensus. It's an L. But next week it's looking a little bit better. I mean, we get to play the Bengals. Last year they yeah. had the twenty-first ranked defense and the thirty-second ranked offense. It's kind of crazy to see someone have a worse offense than the Bears. Uh, I think it's
0: that's, that's only because Joe Burrow got injured in oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: And their their offensive line last year was literally just I don't even know what's it, it was a paper bag. It, that that's yeah, how it was it was horrible. That's how solid and listen, it was.
0: This is why I think we're gonna win this is because our defense will feast in this game. Yeah, they got definitely. Jamar Chase over Pene Sewell. Mm. Um that's I mean, Khalil Mack's gonna eat against them. Oh, Kleel Mack, Mack is gonna hopefully eat, yeah. hopefully Robert like, Quinn or 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 Jeremy Atauchu comes in, but Akeem Hicks and 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 uh, um Khalil Mack, they're gonna destroy the Bengals yeah. off Because like they're, so they're, their 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 left tackle
1: is what, Riley Reef and Khalil Mack's gonna eat. That's that's all I know. Yeah. But we 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 uh, what's sad is we trail the series all time. We're five and six against them. So that's kind of, that's kind of questionable, but the Bengals did have a solid team with, with, uh, with Listen, Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton did
0: play. Andy Dalton was decent. He Andy was Dolan, solid he, with the team. So. The only reason why people are sleeping on him now, or not mm-hmm. even sleeping on there The only people why are doubting him now is because he's old. Yeah. And he, he, he's not, he's not as athletic as he used to be, mm-hmm. but he still yeah. has that intelligence and, and that sure. football, um, IQ. But, and, and yeah, he beat us a few times, but I think this is a dub for us yeah, in week two. I think it's a
1: dub too. So we won and one, but then next week, another team that's tough—the Browns. Yeah. The Browns last year they what? had the 23rd ranked defense and the 14th ranked offense, and we trailed the series seven and nine all time.
0: And I look, they improved on their defense too. They got Greg Newsome mm-hmm. on that cornerback, and then they got JOK, who's a Steelers dude. Been and in the also, bro,
1: Jadavian Clowney on that D line.
0: Oh, Jaden Clowney came back opposite yeah. of Miles Garrett, and also Baker Mayfield started figuring himself out yeah. towards the to middle end of that season last year. Baker and they, been good. Yeah, and Baker Mayfield's looking good. Um, and then they got Landry and uh, OBJ at receivers, then Chubb and Chubb and Hunt on running back. So I honestly think this is a fat for us. I think we're oh, gonna. Dude. I think oh, we're gonna get destroyed. Definitely. I think a fat Like there's,
1: I, I don't see us winning this because the Browns are the browns are arguably a top five team they're they're looking oh, yeah. very good i it's mean really solid. it's it's definitely they definitely have dependence on their uh on the rookies because they have a couple rookies stepping into uh important spots like cornerback and linebacker yep. but i think that their offense is better than ours their defense isn't better than ours but their defense is going to give us a tough time and so i think that that's an l which I mean, kind of sucks
0: I- I think, I think Miles Garrett will help out those rookies anyway with, with the amount of pressures he's going to oh, get. Oh yeah. The he's going to, he's going to give. That an freak. Oh yeah. That man's an athletic freak. And for the next week, we have week four versus the lions. And this is where we debut against Jared Goff, uh, the king of the lions right now. This is what I think is going to happen. This is my prediction. Mm-hmm. We're going to be losing this. The first, first half to first, like three quarters, mm-hmm. mid, mid, mid third quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Dalton will have like one touchdown, like three interceptions, all right, for like maybe like eight yards.
1: Lions defense against
0: the Lions. Listen, against the Lions, and that's when he gets benched. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're the Bears. Worst stuff has. Look at the Titans game. The Titans have the worst defense yeah. we, that we had. Like that. Well. That game was horrific. Yeah. So, I mean, so it's gonna happen. Now. Um, and I think Justin Fields is gonna come in, and I think that's when Justin Fields, Fields field comes, comes back for us, and then I think gives us the dub. Okay. So I think that's a dub for us.
1: Me, I think that Andy Dalton is somewhat competent enough to face uh, one of the bottom defenses last year that didn't very. They they upgraded. They got some D-tackles in the second round of the draft. They upgraded their defense, and it's all dependent on Jeff Okuda stepping up in year two because he wasn't so hot in year one. But I think the lines are the lines, like if, if we're going to be completely real about it. We could we could have gone zero and two against them last year, but we also could have gone two and two against them, or two for two, because one play decided both games. If we're going to be real, yeah. uh, DeAndre Swift dropping that ball decided the first game, and then Mitch fumbling with one minute left in the game decided the second one. So we, I think that. Oh, but that, that, that game wasn't that good. We we scored like thirty points in the first half, and then the defense started started letting up off off the gas pedal. I think I think the Lions game th- this is a dub. I think that Andy Dalton is competent enough, and he that Justin Fields does not come
0: in until a later date. Uh, but I think it's a dub too. But I think I think he'll come around this time. So mm-hmm. going on to the next week, and then uh, just to have it in mind that for the next weeks, I'm going to have Justin Fields be the starting quarterback. Okay. So for the next week, um, we're facing the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And this will be Cleveland Max' revenge game. Even though we we versed uh, the Raiders before London, mm-hmm. I still think. I mean, Cleveland doesn't have any uh, hostility towards the Raiders. They the, yeah, both sides. He both were he well wanted, yeah. for each other. Mm-hmm. He he didn't he really he well. I don't think he wanted out. I just think that he knows the business, mm-hmm. and I mean. At that point, he was happy with both Raiders and the Bears. Mm-hmm. So Because really the Raiders couldn't credit.
1: provide him the contract that he yeah. wanted. so
0: And, and he, he didn't really mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is a W for us. I think we yeah, honestly win agreed. this. This is, this is a W in my book. I think this I is think a that, no, I think dumb. that Justin Fields will show out in this game because that's where I think he'll, he'll already be in. Mm-hmm. I think he'll show out in this game and show that he can still play and he'll do well. I also
1: have this as the game that Justin Fields starts. I don't have him uh, stepping in mid-game. I think that once after four weeks, that's good enough because we'll be at 2-2, two and two, by my record so far. Uh, we'll be at 2-2, two and two, and uh, I think that enough experience is had for Justin Fields to go in. Uh, the Raiders last year had the 29th-ranked defense and the 20th-ranked offense. Uh, we trail the series 7-8 all-time. Uh, this is definitely another Khalil Mack revenge game because... Last week, I think that we didn't get fair grounds last 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 time they they played because Nagy wanted to go out to London two days before the game actually started. So all the the, the entire players, all the players were jet lagged, and the Raiders were there a week before. So, uh, we could have won that game. We we lost that game by one score. I mean, Chase Daniels was quarterback that game. So I think the That's Raiders, true. their defense is not good at all. Their offense is pretty decent, but I think that we can give them a game, and I think this is a dub.
0: Yeah, I agree. I have this as a dub as well. And for the next week, we versus the Packers, so this is gonna be a first game throughout the season against the Packers, week six. This is my, my I've I've kinda of conditions on this one, is mm-hmm. that if Rodgers plays, ends up playing with the Packers next season, um, I have this as a L. But if he doesn't play, I have this as a W. So I think this will be the first L. I have the same the conditions season. as well. So I I, think, I I I think
1: that's pretty I think it's pretty accurate to yeah. say that. Uh if we're comparing teams. Uh, the Packers versus the Bears. If you take away Aaron Rodgers from the Packers, the Bears beat the Packers. Yeah, I think I think, I think any, every, everyone would say that.
0: And the only reason why I, I have this condition, because it really is uncertain whether he's going to play or not mm-hmm. play. Um, but, I mean, as Bears fans, we want to have the hope that he's not going to play. Yeah, definitely. So that's, so that's why I'm adding it in. Mm-hmm. And for Week 7, we've raised the Super Bowl champs. Uh, we are currently 1-0 in the past year against mm-hmm. them, uh, the Buccaneers. And uh, I have this as a... What do you have this? And now... Yeah, it is yeah no. it, it's they're they're the Super Bowl champs.
1: I I had yeah. uh, to say, yeah, Packers is an L. Uh, week seven, Buccaneers. They last year they had the number nine ranked defense, the number five ranked offense, and we beat them in prime time, which is kind of crazy to think about because Nick Foles is the Brady killer. Yeah, imagine how funny it would be if Nagy just decides to put in Foles this game, like like Justin Fields is a starting quarterback by week seven and he decided to decides to put Foles in. As great funny. as the
0: memes would be, I don't I don't think yeah, it's going yeah. to. be, I I I
1: don't think that'll happen either. I um, I mean that that game was very defensive and it was yeah. pretty it, it was a it was a really 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 good game, but I think that we take the L because their team is so OP. They're the only team to have won a Super Bowl and brought all 22 starters back. That's insane. They literally are printing yep. they're printing money. They're, they have a money printer in their in their front office. And I don't know how they, they managed really to do. do it. I don't know how they managed to do it, but they brought back all these high-caliber players. like brought back Chris Godwin. It's because they're Austin taking David. pay cuts.
0: yeah I mean, but that's how you won Super Bowls. I mean, Tom Brady's mm-hmm. taking pay... I mean, but also Tom Brady's married to a oh, person who's richer than him. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, everyone so on there they're taking the pay
1: cuts to get dubs. Yeah, so, that pay that's an L
0: for Week 7. Yeah. And Week 8, I have... uh We've all reversed the 49ers, and I have this as a W because this is gonna be a Trey Lance versus Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hit my mic, my bad. As a Trey Lance versus Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And this will be sort of like the Justin Fields revenge game for the forty nine ers passing up on him. Yeah. Just like how Patrick Mahomes destroyed us and mm-hmm. he put up the eleven fingers or the ten fingers. Uh the game BDS. I
1: don't want to think yeah. about that. So uh. so
0: I, I think this will happen again. Uh um, yeah. and and I think I think this is gonna be a, a W for us.
1: See I think this this is one of the games that I'm really close on because I think that the, I think the 49ers are a better team, but there are so many questions about them. Uh, is the team going to regress their defense because they don't have DeForest Buckner, uh, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa yeah, they don't have Robert Sala. Robert Sala's gone. He's the head coach of the New York Jets now. They don't have uh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman's not back. They have Nick Bosa recovering from an ACL tear. So there's so many question marks about this team because they were the ICU uh, of the NFL last year next to the Philadelphia Eagles. So that's kind of a question mark, but if assuming they're all healthy, I'm going to give this an L because George Kittle's a demon. Their defense is going to is scary. I think that if Justin Fields is starting, then we have a, a decent we have we have a we have a solid chance. I'm not going to say anything crazy. I think if Justin Fields starts, it'll be like 60 I think I think it'll be like so yeah, 60-40, whereas us, us 40, 40% chance of winning. I think the 49ers are just a great team, it's and it's going to be yeah. tough.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have a, they'll have out-coach us, I think, also. Just oh, definitely, one yeah. Kyle Shanahan football. is a great screamer. Just a great screamer, great coach. Just mm-hmm. one of the best coaches there is in the, in the NFL. Um, and, yeah, I have this as a W. Mm-hmm. So, for the week nine, that the week after that, we reversed the Steelers and even though they were clowned um towards the end of the season they still were an 11-0 team Mm -hmm. and they still were extremely solid they still had an amazing defense so I have this as a fat L I have
1: this as a W so uh, I'm gonna gonna reason it last year they had the number three defense the number 10 offense and we lead the series against them 22 to 7 to 1 all time I think this is a dub because their team regressed they lost Bud Dupree on the line he was uh uh, he, he now plays for the Tennessee Titans. They uh There are not many very notable noticeable names in their secondary other than Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick and Joe Hayden, who's getting up there in age. Uh, but their defense is still solid. I don't think their defense is going to be performing at to the level that it was last year. But also, the Steelers, you, you said that they were 11-0. I personally believe that they were the worst 11-0
0: team of NFL they're, history. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. were... They, they were... Big Clown is being the worst eleven yeah. and no team. So but I were I, still eleven and no. They were still
1: they were still, there was still eleven and no. but there there's so many so much luck that goes into that, like Guskowski missing the field goal to ice the game. So like blah blah, blah like, like, all this stuff. They they could have not they could have easily not been eleven and no. But they were still a decent team at core. Uh but I think that with that line, that completely revamped line and then uh so many just question marks about this team uh going into this year because it's Big Ben's last year. Uh, I don't think that they'll be able to get it through against us, so I have this as a
0: W. Yeah, I think that's where we differ. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start differing, so because we we had similar ones. We Panthers, only differed uh, so Panthers.
1: far. We've differed on the on the Steelers. We we flipped it with the, with Week Eight and Week Nine. We both have one dub, but we have them for the different teams. I think oh, I think I we're gonna win the Steelers. Yeah, right, so you yeah, think yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah.
0: win Niners. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. All right, and then week for the next week after that, it's a bye week, so I there's like no. That. Uh, yeah, I there, like that we have a lay by. Life. Exactly, and it's mid season too. I mean, yeah. it's like almost right there in the mid. So that, that's really good for us. And then week for eleven, uh, we versus the Ravens, and that's out. um. This is another L. Yeah. This, I think this will continue our, our L streak. Yeah.
1: So, Man. they last year, they had the number two defense and the number seven ranked offense. That's kind of crazy to see that they had the number seven ranked offense with a quotation mark down year by Lamar Jackson because they had no receivers. Uh, they had... I I think last year they had the the best running offense of all time, statistically. So they're just gonna run it down our throats and we're we're not gonna be able to say anything or do anything about it. And that that's gonna suck to watch. So, and they got weapons
0: in Rashad Bateman too yeah, in the draw. Oh, so. Yeah, they, they Lamar have has weapons. weapons. Yeah. Rashad Lamar Bateman. Has weapons
1: so and I I think that, that this yeah, there's there's no way and then their defense is so they have the best cornerback duo in the league. Like mm-hmm. you can't you can't throw on them so and then they yep. have a, they have a solid D line I mean they uh they I I believe that they they drafted an edge uh early, earlier this this or in the first round this year so they're addressing that issue but they
0: drafted Rashad Bateman yeah they, they drafted they Rashad pick?
1: but they I I think his name was Aziz Ojolari I think Aziz went to them oh
0: yeah, yeah because they had the thirty
1: they they took Rashad Bateman with twenty seven and they had thirty one. Uh, yeah, but I think yeah, this is just an L, plain and simple.
0: Yeah, I I, I think the Ravens will be a very strong team and mm-hmm. strong force in the NFL next year, and I have mm-hmm. this as an L as well. And for the next week at week 12, we vs the Lions again for our second game in mm-hmm. our uh, series, divisional series, and I have this as another W. I don't think we're going to another dub
1: Jared Goff. Yeah. Please give us another 2018 performance where you throw four picks. But hopefully this time I'm not going to start you in fantasy and you make me lose.
0: I have I have high hopes for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the the Lions are going to get better. Mm-hmm. They have a the coach has a lot of energy. I, I do like. They the don't coach. have Matthew Stafford. They don't have Matthew Stafford, but I mm-hmm. they got Penny Sewell, so that that will help their line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a really young and strong offensive line. They have DeAndre Swift who's coming into his second year, who started going off um at the end of the last year. So I think there'll be a really good a really good force uh next season. I just think the defense is the only problem. And like you said, it's just if Jeff Okuda steps up to the defensive uh position.
1: Agreed. And so with week 13 next week, uh, we play the Cardinals. They in 2020 they had the number 14 defense and the number 6 offense and we lead the series 59 to 28-6 all time. I have this as a dub because people are people are beginning to overrate the Cardinals a little bit. They added some significant pieces. They got J.J. Watt, but when you're when you're looking at sets, J.J. Watson an aging, an aging defensive end. They also they lost uh, Patrick Peterson and they filled him with Malcolm Butler, who I only know Malcolm Butler from two plays: the Super Bowl play and then him getting stuffed by Derrick Henry. That's all I know, Malcolm Butler for.
0: He's still uh, solid, I think. Yeah, he, yeah,
1: he, he's he's not a bad cornerback, but and then they also people are hyping hyping them up because they signed AJ deal, AJ Green to a one year eight million dollar deal. So I think that people are going a little bit too crazy on their offense, uh, or, and their defense as well, saying that they're Super Bowl contenders. I think that just against us, I think that we have a chance to win and just lock up Kyler.
0: I differ in this with you again, is that I think that we lose against this because. Kyler Murray only did well last year because he was injured towards the mm-hmm. end of the season. He injured his, like, throwing arm. so Or in his, his leg, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so, he did. um, I honestly believe if he's healthy, I hope they'll destroy us. Because, I mean, they have D-Hop, who's one of the best receivers in the league, if not the best receiver, mm-hmm. and has the best hands. J.J. Watt is still J.J. Watt. He's still a That's dominant force, And he will step up as a leader for that um, Cardinals defense. And they still got, I mean... Uh, Chandler Jones, uh, who, who's solid. Chandler Jones. And then um, their, their safety, the, the small dude. Budabaker. Budabaker. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I man's a freak of nature, too. That's I mean, besides
1: DK Metcalf is not there. But,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, if DK Metcalf is not there, then then I think he'll pop off. He'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll get, get himself a lot of interceptions. But, no, I I think we lose against these guys. I, mm-hmm. I, I think people are actually sleeping on the Cardinals because I think people are thinking that, like you said, people are thinking they won't do as good. But I actually think they're taking a... A step forward and mm-hmm. Kyler Murray is also in his third year. So now he knows the system a lot more. Mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury is, is more educated as a coach. Um that defense has taken a step up, in my opinion. Because Patrick Peterson is, is, is solid, but he's still he's aging now too. Yeah, that's and, true. He, and and I don't think he wants to pay him that much. And Malcolm Butler is still solid too. Mm-hmm. But he's also aging, but he's still solid for a cheaper price. Mm-hmm. Um and they who did they got James Conner? Uh but even oh, though he probably they did, they did get James yeah, Conner. They got, they got James Conner. So, James Conner will, will help that running game a lot, too, mm-hmm. with him splitting uh, carries with – I forgot who their second running back was. Chase but Edmonds. Did, Chase Edmonds. He did well for me in fantasy a couple of times. <laughs> um, I, I think, wait, we, this is going to be out for us, and this is where I differ with you. Okay.
1: No, I, I understand that. But then the next week, we play at the Packers. So, we're heading to Lambeau Field. Uh, we had last year the Packers had the number fifteen ranked defense and this number two ranked offense and we trail the series ninety five to one hundred one to six all time. I think this is an L, but with my uh, with my rules, if Rogers is not starting, then this is a
0: dub. I have this like with even without the condition, Rodgers plays, Rodgers doesn't play. This is a W. You think, I think so? This is, yeah, I you think, think so? I think even if Rodgers plays, I really do. At Lambeau. Listen, Bro, I mean the the bears the bears are are ice cold, man. They don't care what or they That's got true. ice in their veins. They don't care what stadium they play, and they'll still perform. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think we gotta break that that loss streak out at, at some point. And mm-hmm. if Rogers is playing, and then we lose the that game in the in week six, um, I think this will be the game that we come back with Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Now he he understands the offense a little bit more. Um, the offense will probably start uh, picking up. They don't want to. They're already on a. Uh, they lost against the Cardinals, so now they have more motivation to come back. And then, well, I haven't losing against the Cardinals, but now they have motivation to come back. Mm-hmm. And hey, we're a division rival. We're gonna outperform them, and I think they will outperform them because it is a still a divisional game. Anything could happen. Yeah, that's true. So, so I, I think this will be a, a W for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, for next week, uh, week fifteen,
1: we play versus the Vikings. We play at home. Uh, I have this as a dub. They had the number 30 ring defense last year and they had the number 16 offense and we they we trailed the series 57 to 61 to two all time last year the Vikings were another ICU I forgot to name them along the list of uh, Eagles and 49ers on top of the list of ICU clinics in the NFL but they had such an injury defense they had Daniil Hunter who was dead they had Eric Hendricks who was dead they had so many injuries just um, uh, among their team and they still what had what seven wins so I think that yeah. their team is and they they fixed they boosted the offense uh, offensive line they have so many solid pieces but I think that I think that we split the game so that's why I have us winning uh this is the first home game so I'm gonna give us the edge I think that the Bears and Vikings are pretty much same grade of team I think that the Vikings at best or maybe one or two games ahead of the Bears uh people like to say that the Vikings are uh, like a uh, fringe. Uh, top, like uh, a top ten team, which I I don't think that personally, but I think that the Vikings. I think that we split the games, and this is at home, so I'm gonna give us this game.
0: I actually have us losing. I do. I did split the games as well, but I have us losing this game because they are now becoming a better team. Now that their defense is coming back, and they did resign or they didn't. They now sign Patrick Peterson mm-hmm. uh, to help with that secondary. So I do think there will be an extremely solid team, an extremely tough team, but I think we're going to lose this one. Mm-hmm. Coming back after after reversing the Packers, and then to reverse another divisional rival right after, I think if we win against the Packers that week, we'll get a little bit cocky because we beat the Packers and Rodgers mm-hmm. was there. And we'll just also be burnt out because it's going to be a tough match because we all know that divisional rival games mm-hmm. are extremely – just everyone goes all out, and it's just an extremely tough game. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually think this will be an L for us. Um, but I do think in week 18 when we reverse him again, towards the end of the season, we, we win again. So mm-hmm. I, I, I have him as a split as well.
1: In week 16, we play the Seahawks. And last year, they had the number 13-ranked defense, the number 9-ranked offense. We trailed the series 7-11 to all-time. I think this is, this is a dub because uh, for other reasons than uh, one would think, this is in the second half of the year. Russell Wilson is not uh, an MVP candidate in the second half of the year. And it's not just because of that. I think that the, that the Seahawks have flaws. They, they're secondary. They were allowing the most yards, air yards, out of any team. And if Justin Fields is that quarterback, he's going to take advantage of that weakness. They have uh, their D line isn't anything crazy uh, to me. I think that the strong suits of their team are Russ and then Lockett and DK. So if we can somehow put the clamps on them, then that's a dub. I I think that there's uh, it's it's not very heavily swayed in our favor as they I think that they're the better team, but I just give up that I, I give us the edge in this matchup.
0: I think we upset this one also. I think the people will have the Seahawks as the better team, but I think we're gonna get a dub through this. Like you said, their defense isn't really that too too good. Mm-hmm. I think now with Justin Fields being at, at helm, he'll or oh, be a strong offensive presence for us, and I think our defense will hold up against us and I think we'll do well. So I have this is a dub for us. And for week seventeen, we talked about already about week eighteen with the Vikings, um, where he Abdul said that they think it's gonna be an L. Yeah, and I said it was going to be a W, but it was just a split regardless. So we'll talk about Week 17 as the last game. Um, and I have this as a W as well. We versus the Giants, and I think that, yeah, the Giants, they get better. They are working on their team, but I still think the Giants are the Giants, and they still haven't Absolutely. gotten to to their, to their ceiling yet. They're still building up. They're still rebuilding. So I still think we win against the Giants, and I think that's, we'll just have a winning streak between the Seahawks, Giants, and the Vikings, and we'll end off with a winning streak. Uh so I also have this as a W. We had the
1: the Giants last year they had the number eighth ranked defense. They had the twenty third offense and we lead the series thirty five, twenty four to two. I think that we win this matchup because obviously on the very first snap, uh Robert Quinn is gonna line up, uh, and he's gonna attack Daniel Jones and make him fumble on the first snap. And of then course. And then, yeah, and then he's not going to do anything for the rest of the season. But he's going to get that one forced fumble. So of course. I, I think that that forced fumble is going to be the tide of the game. I think that the Giants, the Giants are the Giants. They they have a quarterback who doesn't know how to hold on to the ball. He he has he has so many fumbles. He is His touchdown, his touchdown... Uh, touchdown to fumble to interception ratio is disgusting it's actually it's i think it's i think it might be historic worse but it, daniel it is Jones, really bad. yeah daniel jones they're they're surrounding him with solid weapons he has saquon he has kenny galladay he has uh kadarius tony now as well so they're surrounding him with solid pieces but i think that with their uh with their d-line their d-line isn't anything special to me Their yeah, secondary, yeah i don't I, I like their secondary but only because there's james they have, Bradbury.
0: they have um what's his name um, the defensive lineman Leonard Williams, is that Leonard his name? Williams, who, yeah. who did he did he did really good for them. Yeah, Le- the Leonard, the Leonard Williams is
1: is a notable name on that D line. Yeah. but well, other than that, that's all. I, I, yeah. That's all and I, then, yeah, and then and then there for the secondary. All I know is James Bradbury, who's who's a top eight cornerback. So that so, he
0: got clouded by by Mooney. So uh, yeah, I also remember him
1: taking the ball from a yeah. Rob. So that that game, that yeah, game that's was not, also very true. Yeah. That was, I I we still think got dub, so. we we still got the dub yeah <laughs> definitely dub. so my ending prediction is us going nine and eight for the twenty twenty one NFL season
0: yeah I have us going nine and eight but if Rogers doesn't play uh because I, I like I said week six if Rodgers mm-hmm. doesn't play we get a dub in that week two so it's either a nine and eight or 10-7 season to and me I, this,
1: I I took uh, both the Packers games away because I think that Aaron Rodgers is, is it's the MVP. <laughs> I think Aaron yeah. Rodgers is just going to cut us up if he plays against us. So if Aaron Rodgers plays, then that's our record will be nine and eight. But if he doesn't play, I think that we're going to be eleven and six, hopefully. And if so, I, I mean, were to base this off of the leading versus trailing, the Bears' record would be eight and nine. So it's somewhere close to the ballpark range of where we're at.
0: Yeah. So I I think this is a solid sort of neutral baseline that we mm-hmm. that that's going to happen with us. I don't think we're gonna go anything less than I don't think we're gonna be eight and nine. Maybe we'll be eight and nine, but I don't think we're gonna go less than eight and nine. I think the worst. I think the
1: very worst is six wins, six seven wins.
0: Yeah, I I think I agree. I I think that that's our floor as as as
1: as the Bears. People love to trash on the Bears and uh, Mm -hmm. say say that we're gonna win four or five games next year, but I think this this roster is just too talented to to go and do that.
0: It really is. We really we have a lot of good pieces offensively and defensively and on special teams. I mean, we did lose Cordell, but we still got Reek. That's Reek true. Three the demon on special teams. Uh, but yeah, nine and eight. We mm-hmm. eight and nine based off of that uh, thing that you said. Mm-hmm. The but yeah, this will this will be an interesting season with us with the schedule, since the schedule is very tough. And hopefully, we just can power through and mm-hmm. get as many dubs as we can. Hopefully, to go to the playoffs. We never know. Yeah,
1: I just wanted to before we end this. We don't play consecutive games this year. We don't play consecutive home games oh, yeah. or away games. That's yeah, really weird. That. And did you see that the last three teams that did that in the past decade all won their divisions? Really? Yeah. So it was, okay, it, was well, it was a twenty nine. It was a twenty nineteen uh, Ravens, uh, the twenty thirteen Falcons, and, uh, and, and there was another team, but they all won their division. Which is kind of. I mean, funny.
0: the NFL NFL knows something we don't, yeah. and maybe we're just going to win the division. Maybe, going, maybe Rogers, maybe Rogers isn't coming back to the Packers. Who knows? I don't know, man. Let's yeah, hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. I think this is that's what nah, I think we're going to wrap up the episode of Shy Bears Blitz. Uh, hope you hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and tune in for next week. We can have another great episode for you guys.
1: Thank you guys for tuning in. Take care.
0: Take care.